Mortgage deals have been pulled by lenders as interest rates are expected to rise again. They rose last week, remember. The Bank of England may have to put up rates again early as next month, maybe even earlier, in order to stop the pound from collapsing against the dollar. Now, this comes as the pound uh, just, just a day ago hit, almost hit parity with the dollar. It was just over 1.03. It was an all-time low against the dollar. Now, why does that matter to, to you and me if we're not going on a holiday to America? Well, it matters because everything we buy from abroad is bought in dollars, 99% of it. And, and that's because the dollar is the world reserve currency. So it's a massive advantage for America. And in fact, America seems to have been doing quite well out of this war situation. So the pound has been falling. Just over a week ago, the pound was 1.14, and we thought that was bad. So it's fallen nearly 15% since then. It has rallied again. The stock market seems to be okay. That, that's going up, but the pound is, is in serious trouble. And that's putting pressure on uh, on, on UK bonds and, and the markets. So, so that's, that's some of the headlines there, if you can see that, sorry. Uh, yeah, pound hits all-time low in backlash against... Quasi tax cuts that Quasi Kwateng is the, the the chancellor of the Exchequer who last week uh, brought in a series of tax cuts designed to stimulate business and promote growth. He also cut stamp duties, you know, for uh, probably know for for homeowners for two hundred thousand homeowners, and uh, they've cut corporation tax, income tax, and brought forward uh, and cancelled a, a national insurance rate rise. Uh, so they've, they've brought in these measures and that's on the back of uh, spending billions, some say up to 100 billion, uh, capping the, the amount people pay on their gas and electricity. Now, I understand the Nord Stream 2 pipe in Denmark has just been sabotaged and probably burst open in some way. And that's presumably going to send gas prices up even higher. So the government underwriting this, this cap is, is going to have to spend more because wholesale prices could go up. And then there's pressure now on the, some of the other papers. And there's pressure now on the the Bank of England for an early rate 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 rise. That means they may have to put up rates earlier than the next meeting in order to to save the pound. So this is quite serious. When, when this happened in 1976 under uh, I, I think it was uh, Jim Callaghan's government, uh, the, the the government then had to go to the IMF, like capping hands of the IMF, to bail out the pound. And then we had another uh, sterling crisis 30 years ago uh, when George Soros bet against the pound and, and, and literally broke the pound. And in that, that time, I remember interest rates going up three times in one day. I think they went from 10 to 125 to 15%, and then they come down to 12.5% and stayed quite high. So it was like he was standing in Parliament saying, we're going to raise interest rates again. Though in those days, they announced things in Parliament, not on TV and conferences, uh, American style. They did it in Parliament. And I think the chancellor was uh, Norman Lamont at that time. And this is in, in uh, 30 years ago, not the 70s. And, and rates went up and down like a yo-yo in one day to save the pound. Now, the markets now are betting against the pound. Uh, so, so some markets, uh, people in the markets are making a fortune on, on the currency exchange betting against the pound. Uh, so that's what's been happening uh, the Federal Reserve have been putting up rates sharply last week by 0.75. This has strengthened the dollar more because when interest rates are high, the markets want to invest in, in the bonds of that country and because they're getting higher rates of return. But in this case, it seems the market have not got confidence that 
the, the government, the Chancellor of the Exchequer, has got the money to pay for all of these tax cuts and all of these benefits they're giving out to people uh, in, in a way that, say, a, a socialist government would do. But, but anyway, they're damned if they do something and they're damned if they don't. If they did nothing, they'd be blamed for being heartless and not helping people with these massive rises in, in gas and electricity bills, energy bills. And if they do something, then they're criticised for, for spending too much. Uh, so this, this is what's happening. And mortgage lenders, in, in reaction to this, remember I said last week, if you're thinking about getting a fixed rate, get it now, because rates were going to go up last week and they did. Uh, but now that they've gone up and now that the pound has fallen, uh, a lot of lenders have pulled some of the fixed rates that were on offer. Halifax, uh, Skipton, Virgin Money and some others are starting to reprice. Uh, in other words, put them up all, the, all of their, their deals. Now, if you've got a deal already, uh, you may be secure if you've signed and accepted that deal. But lenders have been known to pull th mortgages at the last minute, so I wouldn't be surprised. Um, but you know, if you're looking to do something, now's the time to go and talk to your broker, as I was suggesting, because rates are expected to go up again. And, and in the new year, I understand the base rate. Some, some uh, uh, think tanks are expecting that base rates could go up as high as four and a half percent by next year, which would be disastrous because then, then we would be paying uh, mortgages um, at, at five, six, seven percent even, as, as I remember them. Uh, about 20 years ago before the the financial uh, crisis 2008 so i i would say if, if you want to review things maybe review things now even if your mortgage deal hasn't expired you don't have to wait until the mortgage deal you've got has expired you can go back and say i want a new deal there might be an early repayment charge an erc to pay to get out of the deal but you don't necessarily have to wait until next year and think oh when how high will rates go uh, you can change that deal now. It might cost you a bit of money, but that's where you need your broker to say to you, is this worth it? Is it worth paying, say, and I'm making up a figure here, a £1,000 early redemption charge to, to, to fix a deal that will take you for another five years to avoid possible several thousand pounds of, of rate rises in the future? Or avoid getting to the end of your deal, say, next spring or summer, and then finding that the rates are, are shooting up or that you can't even get a rate because the lender is underwriting you again and saying, well, no, you can't afford this rate based on your income. So we're not going to give you a rate. Instead, we're going to put you on the variable rate, which is actually higher than the fixed rate that we're refusing you. Yes, these lenders do illogical things like that. So talk to your broker. Um, if you go back to your own lender, they're, they're unlikely to, to give you much of a deal. It's normally... Uh, well, normally it's the only way to get a better deal is to move lenders. That does cost a bit more and it's a bit more hassle, uh, but, it, but it, it means you get a better rate because they seem to, to look after new customers. They want to attract new customers, but as, if you're an existing customer, they just screw you. A bit like the banks now with savers. If you leave your money in an account and you've had it there for a couple of years, the bank are not putting that interest rate up. You have to move. You have to go to the challenger banks where you can get, say, 2% on a deposit account, Whereas people are languishing in, say, a NatWest bank account, uh, we, we, even if they've got 100000 in there, they're paying like uh, less than a quarter of a percent on that money. So they could increase their, their rate of return by eight times, just moving it to another bank and filling in a form maybe on a phone app or maybe online. That's the problem for a lot of elderly people. They don't want to do that. They want to go into the bank and, and sort it out with the manager. But those banks are disappearing fast on, on the high street. So getting back to mortgages, 
you may have to uh, shop around, get a better deal. Um, but as I say, you don't have to wait until the rate that you've got has expired. Sometimes you could be out of early repayment charge altogether. and You're just waiting for the, the, the rate to expire. But, but it looks like interest rates are on an upward trajectory um, and it, it's, it's really now is time to, to take advice. The main thing we're, we're in, a, in a problem here, we, we've, got, we've still got 10% inflation or near 10% inflation. We've still got prices rising. Uh, gas and electricity prices, although the government have put a cap on it, they're still double what they were. And, you know, for buy-to-let landlords as well, this is, is, is even worse for them. Um, but with the pound, 10% inflation, not likely to be under control anytime soon, a weak pound, interest rates are on an upward trajectory. So now's the time to look at your rate. But, you know, now is the time really to look at all of your finances. And, and by the way, please like and share this, this content uh, for me because it does put out the the uh, free content to to the world and and to the uh, to, to other people on on the net because uh, you know otherwise it doesn't get seen and I, I think I'm giving valuable content if you if you agree with me please give me a like and a share there uh, I think I'm trying to give you valuable content but I want to take it further because a lot of people are struggling with their finances at the moment and a lot of people have not got any savings they they, they 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 couldn't survive more than a, a couple of paychecks uh, and then they'd be in, in serious trouble and, and maybe losing their home so what can you do to transform your finances especially if you're struggling you know if you're if you're if you've got enough money you've got you know several properties you've got money in investments and you're, you're okay you probably don't need to listen to me at all but if you're struggling or if you're earning good money but you just don't know where it all goes you know, I don't know where it all goes where does it all go then maybe you need what I can offer you which is a, a free wealth accelerated discovery call which will help you get through this this crisis period and we're in recession as the bank hinted the other day this crisis period and this tough period that we've got coming ahead of us don't forget we've got wars going on we've got uh, crisis in uh, in prices going up in in uh, gas and electricity and all these things going on and rampant inflation caused by money printing since 2008. So it's not going to be an easy time in the next few years, but I want to help you to not only survive this, but to thrive in this period. So I'm, I've, I've got a couple of slots. I think I'm fully booked for this week, but maybe our next week, I've, I've got a couple of slots uh, available where you can book a, a free 30 minute call with me on Zoom and, and we can look at your finances and, and see where you can improve things, whether I can help you or not, um, and, and what you can do for yourself. Because so many people, even though they're earning money, it just slips through their fingers and they, they get to even retirement age and they've just got nothing left to fall back on. And then they're really struggling. They're sitting in a big home, not knowing whether they can afford to heat or eat in that home. So this is this is a serious problem for millions of people. Now, the baby boomers, the, the people that were, were born sort of in the period after the war, they're, they're pretty much okay, not everybody, but compared to the younger people now, they've, they've kind of got it made in many ways. They bought their properties in the 70s and 80s when they were really cheap, and they're sitting on massive amounts of equity now. Uh, most of them, I'm generalizing here, but a lot of them have got final salary pension schemes, even if they're working in the private sector, say for, for banks or large companies, but certainly if they're working in the public sector, which employs half the people in the UK, they've got pretty much good final salary guaranteed pension schemes which will see them through and and, and for their retirement uh, for the for the rest of us 
um, you know, a lot of people are not in these final salary pension schemes. They're in work-based pension schemes, which are nothing like it. You know, they're, they're, they're based on the value of the stock market going up and down. Uh, the, the contributions are lower. So, so those sort of pension schemes are not going to, to cut the mustard when it comes to retirement as the final salary pension schemes. But so, so for, for people, you know, the, the, the people born earlier or later than that, say people uh, born in that, that, those generations following the baby boomers, Generation X and, and, and then so on, they're not so well off as, as the baby boomers. And, and they're the people that I think do, do, do need help. Uh, the millenniums and, and and so on and and those following after that so do 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 try and look at that i've got a free wealth discovery call if if you feel that you need help with your finances if you're fine and you you know you've got loads of money loads of property you probably don't need that that call but if if you are struggling then then do follow the link in the description there uh, and book that free call i've got a few slots left i think now for next week uh, not not this coming week so in the meantime do, do get advice if you've got mortgages and you're looking at fixed rates. And I will see you again for the next broadcast. Uh, take care and bye for now.